This is According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell, McPherson's sports talk show. It's Taco Tuesday! Listen Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at Online.com. Throws wide open receiver Tyreek Hill, and you're not going to catch him. Hill down the east sideline taunts Devontae Harris as he rolls into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. According to Jim, is your home for the McPherson Bullpup. Miles spins, stays on the speed of the 45. He's got blockers in front of him. 30, 10, 5, touchdown! Everything happening in the sports world. Number 5, you better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. You got that wood right here. And even some things not happening in the sports world. Great insight today, Steve. <laughs> Man, you, you disappointed me. You disappointed the, well, the, I the got, listeners. Well, I got flustered. Now it's time for According to Jim. Here's Jim Joyner and Steve Sell. Let's do this thing. Another edition of According to Jim right here on 96.7 FM KBBE. Or for those of you listening online, Worldwide at midkansasonline.com. I'm Jim Joyner. Joining me as always, the most popular man in the entire city of McPherson after a busy, busy weekend. Steve, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Are you feeling good getting ready for another busy, busy week? Oh, every week's busy from here on out, it seems like. We have playoff football. We have playoff soccer. We have got the Mayor's Cup Wednesday. You bet. Steve, did you watch the Chiefs yesterday? Of course I did. Were you impressed? Because you told me the other day you didn't think they'd win with Matt Moore. I didn't think they. I didn't think the defense could win a game. And I wrote at midkansasonline.com. I have my column day, and for all those people that say the defense can't win a game, the defense won this game. And I don't care what anybody says. That three and out toward the end of the game gave the Chiefs a chance to win. They took advantage, and Harrison Butker kicked through a 44-yard knuckleball. To win the game. What did I tell you about Kirk Cousins? He's a phony. Well, that's what you He's said. a phony. That's he can't beat anybody good. That's what you've always said. He's a phony. Anyway, Steve, we have a busy show today. Busy show throughout almost this entire week because we're getting ready for the Mayor's Cup. And just like we did last year, we have both the McPherson College coaches and the Central Christian College coaches on the show. We'll also have the mayor on tomorrow. Mayor. He was too busy today, but he will He's be here tomorrow. Man. He is a busy He's a very busy man yeah. doing photo shoots and all sorts of things this week. But we are joined by the Central Christian College basketball coaches today, Mark Golden and Tony Romero. And guys, it doesn't feel like it was that long ago that, you, that we had you in here last year, but excited for Wednesday's games inside the Roundhouse. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. Happy to be here. It seems like it was just yesterday. Well, you guys, it's sort of a weird position, too, where we're getting ready for this one game, but you've already played some games. Coach Romero, you guys have played one. Coach Golden, you guys have played three, and your one game came this past weekend. Coach Golden, I think you guys played, yeah, you played on Saturday or Friday, whatever day November 1st is. That was a Friday, and then a couple games the week before. So we're rolling here in the season. Then you have this one big event that has all this attention with it and a big game and a neutral site, and I think this game is going to be even more fun than it was last year. I think we'll even maybe even have better attendance this year since it's free. Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think so. I think now that uh, last year was kind of a trial run, I think this year hopefully um, we'll get more more participation from the community and uh, I'm sure from both schools. So we're looking forward to it. I thought last year was really neat um, for, for our students and for both schools. So, And, Tony, I noticed uh, 
last week. You were at the, the sports center a few nights. Guy was there too, uh, checking out the Bulldogs. So uh, there will be no surprises when you play the Bulldogs on Wednesday. You've kind of seen the style they play. You now know who their new guys are. Uh, there won't be any surprises. What were your impressions of the Bulldogs in the games that you saw? Well, yeah, they're different. I think TJ's doing a heck of a job. I mean, transitioning from Tim to him, and they're they're a different team. You know, last couple of years they've been kind of grind you out in the half court and and run their stuff. Uh, you can tell TJ they want to get up and down the floor a little bit more and shoot a lot of threes and and rebound. They're doing that at a really really high level. I mean, if they the way they're shooting the ball, I think they're top ten in the country right now in three points made per game and top ten in the country in offensive rebounds per game and. You know, the Jenkins kid has been a good addition. The Shelvin kid that played JV for them last year stepped up, and he's shooting the heck out of the ball. And, um, you know, their front line, Mago and uh, Hightower, those guys look like they're better players. And um, and so I, I, it's going to be it's gonna be a tough game. I think they just got a lot a lot more pieces this year, and um, they're a lot more deadly because of the way they're shooting the ball right now. But they do play a pace that you like to play. You like the up-tempo game, pressure defense. It's going to be like looking in a mirror and seeing you guys because that's kind of the style you like to play. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And I think they're they, you know, they're pressuring a lot more uh, this year. I know they've gone back to their full-court run-and-jump stuff that they did some years ago when they had Frazier there and the Crawfords and uh, when they made a run there. And uh, and so, uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to have to do – you know, we do similar stuff, um, so it's going to be coming down to who's probably going to execute a little bit better and who's going to, you know, probably be a little bit more composed, take care of the ball, um, and, and rebound the ball. So, And you're going to take some momentum into the game. You opened your season on Friday. A really nice road win at Sterling. As anybody in the KC, KCAC knows, you go to Sterling and get out of there with a win. You're accomplishing quite a bit. No matter what Sterling is, it's always a tough environment over there. Um, you know, I'm sure their fans were out in force because they hadn't seen their team. But you really jumped on them uh, the first half. You bolted out to a 14-point lead. Uh, Sterling made a run, but you held them off one, I believe it was 89-82. But uh, describe that game. And one thing, you had a lot of nice balance in the game and a lot of guys contributed. Yeah, I think just like anybody else, we're trying to figure our team out at this point in the season, who could do what and, uh, and win. Um, and so, uh, you know, though we're still got a lot of questions we're, we're trying to answer right now. So uh, going there, uh, we knew it was a tough place to play. So we've, we've never played there. I mean, I've been coaching a long time. We've never been to Sterling to play uh, a road game. And it's it was a raucous crowd. I mean, it was a full house, and it's a loud, loud gym. And so for us, I was pleased, you know, even though I thought we, we had some sloppy moments the second half um, for our guys to stay together and, and come out with a road win early in the season. Anytime you come out with the road win, no matter where you're playing, I mean, it's it's always satisfying. So um, so I was, I was pleased with our guys. And I was impressed, too. Jemiah Wyndham Haynes is an all-KCAC preseason pick. He averaged about 20 uh, toward the end of the year last year. You held him to 10 points. Yeah, I thought we our whole focus was trying to not let him get going and then uh, try to do a better job on Ostrowski. Hopefully I said that right. And, um, and he got going on us, and they had another wing that, that played better. I think – from what I've heard, I was telling uh, Jim here. I think they're improved from last year. From what I've heard, I didn't get. They got about everybody yeah. back, and so uh, they're they're defending. They, I thought they defend really hard, and uh, they put a lot of pressure on our guards. And uh, where it was a good game for us to be challenged there, um, and so no, I think they're going to have probably a better year. Uh, but I thought we did a good job on him, and and would have liked to do a better job on the, on their wings. But um, credit them, they made some shots, some tough shots, and some were our fault, and some they were. There's good plays on their part. 
Well, since we're going to use this audio in our pregame for the Mayor's Cup games on Wednesday night, we'll keep rolling with Coach Romero, and then we'll talk about Coach Golden's women and, and dive into them individually. But for you, Coach Romero, when you look at this team, you have some really nice pieces coming back, some guys that can really score, and you lose some really good pieces from last year with guys like Steve Kaminga and Jabril Osagi. But it feels like with Isaiah and Rivera as well as TJ Williams, with those two, kind of helping you move the ball up and down the floor and give you some great scoring. It's a great starting piece for your offense this year. Yeah, and we, we've changed it up a little bit. TJ was kind of our primary uh, point guard last year with Isaiah coming off the bench. And towards the end, uh, they kind of flip-flopped that a little bit. But this year, we, we, we've moved TJ to more of kind of a off-ball role. But I think still having the, uh, the strength of playing two point guards together and two playmakers together, TJ had a great stretch that second half uh, against Sterling where he really kind of took the game over for about a three or four minute stretch uh, with playmaking, you know, whether making shots or making plays for other guys. And so playing those two get two guys together, I think, um, keeps us a little bit more dynamic in the backcourt. Team's got to be honest. Both are shooting the ball a lot, lot better this year, um, which is exciting because I think that's going to open up a lot more things for us. Um, and, and their ability to do what they do by creating for other people. And with Jabril and Steve gone, a lot of uh, uh, emphasis falls on Andrew Epps now. How does he handle that challenge? He's about six seven, very long, very athletic, and a very smart player. It seems like he never does anything to hurt you when he's on the floor. Yeah, I'm. I, Andrew's probably one of my favorite guys. Man, he's uh, he's tough. Um, he's He's kind of one of those guys, he's just a culture guy that cares a lot about the team, cares a lot about what we're asking for from the guys and from himself. And um, and he's had a great – I mean, he's worked tremendously hard um, getting in the gym daily a couple times a day. So I, I, for us, from a leadership standpoint, probably from a production standpoint, he's, he's going to take a big, big leap. I thought towards the end of the year last year he really started coming on. I think he spent a majority, probably three-fourths of the season, thinking and, and, and not reacting. Um, where I think now he understands our system, understands where he's going to get his touches, where he's going to get his spots. And, um, and so he's, he's done a really, really good job transitioning to, to that role for us. And now I think he's spent a lot more time just being a basketball player. And you had a couple guys come off the bench with double-figure production. That's kind of been a staple of your teams through the year. You, have, you like to play about 10 guys, and, and you've always gotten great production off the bench. And uh, you had two guys, I think, in double figures on Friday. Yeah, Nick, and uh, I think Nick Mitchell is going to be a, kind of one of those guys for us off the bench. He's a tough physical wing, uh, could shoot it well and still get to the basket. And uh, and I think uh, one kid, he's only had seven practices. I was telling uh, telling uh, somebody this morning that uh, Andrew Knight, he's a freshman. And, well, he's and, from uh, the Ville. Yeah, so. and so, hey, man, I, 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 we uh, we were excited about getting him, and I thought well, – I didn't know he would play that much on um, – on Friday night, but foul trouble, you know, kind of made it go that way. And he's got great hands, great feet, smart. And I think we got some other guys that are that are ready to go, um, you know, off the bench uh, that that are going to play well for us. I think we we got seven of our ten rotation guys from last year, and we're still got some guys out with injuries. But uh, hopefully, once we get everybody back, we'll be a little bit deeper and a little and bit more. And you got dangerous. a couple guys will be eligible semester are really going to help you. Yeah, yeah, those two kids. I mean, if if uh, all. all all signs are pointing to they should be should be cleared by Christmas time, and we're just I mean they're really really good on the wing, and they make again they two other playmakers that can make plays for themselves and, and other guys on our team. I think we're going to be hopefully better in the conference play. So when it comes to this matchup with the Bulldogs on Wednesday night, the interesting thing about it is I don't know if all of your guys and the Bulldog players I don't know if they're friends, 
but they all see a lot of each other. Your guys will go over and watch the Bulldogs. They'll come over to your place and watch you guys. And I don't know if they're friends or enemies or, or, or what the deal is with them, but you get to see a lot of each other and you're exposed to one another. And that's why this game is fun because they get to play against each other and then they just get to watch each other for the rest of the year. Yeah, and I'm sure, I mean, TJ's done a good job getting down to Texas like like we have over the years. And, and so a lot of these guys have played, you know, whether AAU circuit or they've crossed paths some, at some point. So I'm sure they are, I don't know if you call them frenemies or friends, <laughs> uh, whatever you want to call them. But, um, but I know on that night, it, there's probably not going to be many friends no. <laughs> once, once you get between the lines. But, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's cool having two colleges in town. Uh, you know, even going back to when I played, uh, you know, and how we would, uh, you know, interact with those guys across town they would interact with us across town and um it was always fun uh fun to just uh to have have that dynamic and last year's game between you guys was really fun where you had jumped out to a big lead at half and steve and i were over there thinking okay start the running clock at some point it's getting ugly but the bulldogs roared back and it was an extremely competitive second half back and forth but you guys were able to pull away and win is that a similar style that you expect it to be on Wednesday night? Well, I think going back to the last, I don't know how many years of, uh, of the game, I mean, the history of the game on the men's side has just been, it's been nip and tuck every year. So I no think matter, you split the last 10. So. Yeah, so it's, it's, been, it's been pretty, uh, it, it, you know, balanced as far as that. But I think I wouldn't expect anything less. I think both, both teams, I mean, you're going to have to deal with jitters and the hoopla of the game and all that stuff. But once both, both, both teams settle down and probably start playing, I think it – it's going to be hopefully uh, a nip and tuck and exciting game for, for the fans and, and, and our players and everybody involved. Well, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll hear from Coach Golden on his women's team after they've already played three games and they will still even play tomorrow as they make the fun <coughs> trip down to Tulsa to take on Oral Roberts. We'll do that next. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by... Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. We're back on this afternoon's According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. We are previewing the Mayor's Cup coming up on Wednesday and hearing from the south side of town first with the Central Christian College coaches. We've heard from Coach Romero about the men, but Coach Golden has been patiently waiting over on the other side of the room, waiting to talk about his women. And we have seen you guys play once. We saw you play against Southwestern a couple of Thursdays back in a 70-60 to loss. And then you've played two games since, a 90-67 to win over Randall, and then a 73-55 loss at Park over the weekend. One thing I took away from watching you guys play a couple Thursdays ago is that it didn't feel like the game was at quite as fast of a pace as you guys went last year. It, was that intentional where you guys were trying to slow things down a little bit more compared to where you were last year? Well, yes, it was It was definitely intentional, but part of it is just the you know physics. We got a little bit bigger, <laughs> and, and in getting a little bigger, we got a little bit slower which works out because I think we've just, we've got a, a, and we've gotten a little bit older too. So um, I think players that just have a little more miles on them and and are overall across the board, we're a taller and more muscular and physical team. We are going to play a little slower this year. And we saw you down at Southwestern and 
you couldn't have scripted the start to that game any better. Southwestern of the KCAC, uh, you jumped off. I think you were up 11 at the half. You scored 42 points. Then it kind of uh, unraveled in the third quarter. But then you came back in the fourth quarter, played pretty well. Really, it was just one quarter did you in in that game. It was that third quarter. And, and you know, really, as I look back and, and watch the game and tormented myself a couple of times, <laughs> we uh, it, they came out with more energy than us in the third quarter. And that's uh, just something that we have to grow through as we're getting used to being a better team and having better players. It's learning how to turn that corner and um, and keep playing well every possession. And sometimes I think when you're a young team or if you're new to having some ability or a talent, I think it's easy to think, okay, this one's in the bag with lots of time left on the clock. And I think that, that uh, Southwestern did their job and took advantage of that on the glass and um, offensively they executed well. And one thing that happened in that game, Cassidy Forsberg, your inside post player, who will have a pretty good size advantage on Wednesday, she got off to an incredible start. I think she scored like nine of your first 13, then got in foul trouble, and then she played not to foul the rest of the game, and it kind of took away some of her effectiveness. But when she wasn't in foul trouble, she was really dominating on the inside. Um, lots of credit goes to Cassidy. Cassidy spends a lot of time in the gym every day, every day of the week, and, and that's that's a new development for her. But I think the light bulb went off, and she sees how well this is working for her. And um, when she gets the ball, and she is not in foul trouble, um, she is pretty much unstoppable if she catches it on the low block. Well, you've got some other really nice returners, too, and Holly Golden, as well as Tania Lowe, and we mentioned Cassidy Forsberg. But it feels like you also have some really nice pieces that you've brought in, whether it's from the junior college ranks or from the high school ranks. How do you feel this team compares to where you were a season ago at this point, just a couple of games in and still getting your feet wet to begin this season? Well, we are very excited about all the players we have. We actually have a bench. I mean, for the most part, I probably uh, we're fortunate enough to have four or five players on the bench that can come in and give us double figures, that can get us stops, and that can get rebounds. I mean, everybody on our team is a, is a skilled basketball player. And so for me, that's a that's probably a first since I've been here where I can say that from, you know, 1 through 11, 1 through 12, we've got solid players. So I'm excited about them. And, you know, we went down to Park and we dropped that game last week. And one of my players, uh, Sierra Carter, had to attend a uh, uh boot camp graduation for one of her relatives and so she gives us 19 points the Friday before and then she's not with us at park boy that hurts a lot so I'm so excited about these kids but literally every play I can touch any player on the shoulder and say head into the game and they can go in and give us value right away I don't know if you've been able to see the Bulldogs yet but they're off to a three and one start and uh, they play a style that you don't see from a lot of teams they really play kind of a helter-skelter defensive style. What do you feel like will be the key on Wednesday to combat that? Um, you know, the, the key for us in as far as our team's personality is concerned doesn't really change that much from game to game. You know, we've got to defend the ball. We've got to protect the ball. And, you know, just 
hang on to it. And, you know, a, a Coach Nichols is excellent at putting that pressure on you and, and giving you 15 different uh, full-court press looks and, and just trapping and running you up the sidelines. And we just need to be relaxed and poised in that. And, again, this year I'm excited that I, I, I think I have players that, can, that, that will come out and be excited about that challenge. Well, if you're a believer in comparative scores, you both have played Randall – the result very similar, so that tells me it could be a game that could go right down to the wire. We we expect it to be a very very uh, challenging game, and we're just going to come in and work on working hard and executing every second. Well, and the weird thing too is that we mentioned that the Bulldog women have been playing with a little different style. When you saw them at the beginning of last season, that wasn't really their style at that point, and they had a little different personnel at that point than they did at the end of the season, and it was really a completely different team from the beginning of the year when you saw them to where they were at the end of the year and kind of where they're at now. Have you been able to follow them pretty closely and scout throughout this time? Absolutely. I've seen, seen every game this year so far and, 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 and reviewed the film on, on three of the games this year that they've played. Um what they're doing is they're just playing good basketball at the defensive end. They're playing good team basketball, and they're controlling the pace. I mean, whoever gets that rebound is doing the bust out and heading up the floor, and they want to test teams to see how good our transition defense is going to be. And um, we're, we're, we're paying attention to that, and we're excited about that challenge. Well, let's take our final break, and then we'll give one more recap for the Mayor's Cup and preview coming up for the Bulldogs and the Tigers. We'll do one more break. You're listening to According to Jim, 96.7 FM, KBBE. You're listening to the According to Jim podcast with Jim Joyner and Steve Self. According to Jim is brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmers State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. You can also listen live Monday through Friday from 1230 to 1 p.m. on 96.7 FM KBBE or online at midkansasonline.com. Ramping up today's According to Jim, 96.7 FM KBBE as we continue to preview the Mayor's Cup from the blue and gold perspective. Central Christian College coaches Mark Golden and Tony Romero in with us today. It's a really fun game with this Mayor's Cup in terms of all the things that go on behind the scenes. And your normal game where you're welcoming in just a normal conference opponent, it doesn't feel like it has this same type of intensity it doesn't feel like it has the same sort of pageantry because it is your crosstown rivals and a chance to play at a neutral location i know that you both will be practicing over at the roundhouse today and getting some work in there and adjusting a little bit to the different sceneries and the backdrops whenever you guys go play in other places that the backdrop's a little different than what you have at central do you feel like it does take some time to adjust to a different backdrop and especially at the roundhouse a very deep backdrop yeah, that last year. I mean, it, it was it did help that uh, I think all teams got to go in there a day before and or the week of and, and get some reps at least shooting and and adjusted to the floor and um, it's just different. It's a different environment. So just like a little shorter yeah, court too. Yeah, it's shorter court and again, I think uh, like you said, the the depth perception, all that stuff is a, is a little bit different for for the guys and girls. So, um, but I think it helps us hopefully one doing it last year, but two now having the opportunity to come and practice today. Hopefully both teams could get adjusted to, to and I just as quick wonder, as we can. Is the history of the place, you know, you're 
your kids aren't from here, but do they see all the banners up there and say, man, this must be a special place to play? Yeah, I mean, we've brought our guys, and I'm sure Mark has brought his girls over there, but and, and uh, to, to see, you know, I've, I've worked with a lot of these kids over the time, and, and they're in our gyms around our guys, so our guys will go over there and try to support over the years, and um, they always say how, how kind of a neat place it is, and you can tell it's rich with tradition and the community involvement that the high school gets, and on um, both the the female side and the and the the boy side there. So, well, and the positive thing for this year is that it is a little more well put together. It wasn't thrown at the wall at the last <laughs> second. Everybody's been preparing for this for months, and I think we will have shot clocks. I think the tape will be going down on the floor today. So. It makes things a little bit maybe easier on you guys for getting ready for this week, but what are some of your last-second preparations for getting ready for the Bulldogs this week? We need to go make some shots. Oh, that helps. <laughs> Lots of them. Yeah, like I said before, I think uh, TJ's done a good job, and uh, it's going to come down to, you know, uh, I think a game of execution and composure on, on, on our side, but... Um, you're you're going to have to do a really good job rebounding the ball because um, they're really, really aggressive on the offensive glass. Uh, I think they could play. They want to play fast, but they could also play in the half court. Uh, I think we could do the same. And so can uh, can we can contest uh, out on the perimeter and do a good job not letting them get going on the three-point line and and, and rebound it. So, uh, But we're looking forward to the challenge, and, I, and I'm sure they're, they're, they're looking forward to the same. Well, the game will start at 6 o'clock. Women's game starts at 6. The men will follow probably sometime around 8. And remember, admission is free. So Yeah, there's no reason not to come. I mean, there's no reason not to come. It's a Wednesday night. Um, I just think we ought to have a fantastic crowd. And kids love to play before a big, big crowd. Yeah, it should be a good time. I think it should be a good time. Hopefully we get a lot of people there and uh, want to, to sell our schools and sell our programs. And I think we all all four programs have a good – uh, a good brand to watch. I think the professor watch. should give extra credit if you go to the game. There you go. I think that's a good idea, too. <laughs> or chapel credits. There there you you go. Go. Yeah, there you go. Don't, <laughs> yeah. don't have to go to church on Thursday morning <laughs> yeah, is, you if go. you go to the game. I guess that's the same thing. Yeah, it's, there you go. It, it's ceremonial. There you go. <laughs> well, guys, we appreciate you coming in today, and we're looking forward to Wednesday's games over in the Roundhouse. And, well, Coach Romero, you've got the cup somewhere that you're trying to defend it, and Coach Golden, you guys will be trying to steal it this <laughs> yes, year. Yes, we will. All right, Steve. Well, later on this week, we'll have Mayor Brown on the show on Tuesday. Okay. And then we will talk with Coach Askelson as well as Coach Nichols at some point. I haven't decided when we'll run it yet, whether it's tomorrow or Wednesday. We're going to talk with them tomorrow, but because of time differences and conflicts, we won't be having them in studio and running it live. But we'll find a time to do that. We have to talk about KU and Duke coming up on That's Tuesday right. night, the Champions Classic. Quickly, your predictions, KU or Duke? Oh, man, that's tough. I'm a Coach K guy, but I live in Kansas. So, um, you know, I'm probably going to go with KU this year. I'm going to go with KU as well. Uh, these guys are just political. They're, they're just trying to get all the fans behind And Duke's uh, got a lot of freshmen that I think, are playing I think their experience-wise, I mean, I think KU's Coach got, Self. Dotson, yeah, I think, a, will be the difference. He's got a good group coming back. So so we've got lots to talk about this week, Steve. Guys, thanks again for coming in. Thank hey, you appreciate so much. it, guys. We'll wrap up today's show for Coach Golden, for Coach Romero, and Steve Sell. I'm Jim Joyner. Thanks for listening to According to Jim. We'll talk to you tomorrow. According to Jim with Jim Joyner and Steve Sell was brought to you by Great Plains Federal Credit Union, Brown Shoe Fit in downtown McPherson, Next Tech Wireless, and Farmer State Bank with branch locations in McPherson, Lindsborg, and Galva. Make sure to listen to According to Jim every weekday from 1230 to 1 p.m. right here on 96.7 FM KBBE.